Welcome to Monkey Talk, brought to you by... The Bull Monkey Wrestling Podcast. We are live. We made it. We're live. We figured it out. <laughs> we're here. Technical difficulties, but we're here. It's so, it's it's Wednesday night. It's Wednesday night. You just probably stopped watching wrestling on IWTV because you should be watching wrestling on IWTV. Exactly. And you popped into Monkey Talk. I'm here. Christopher, the captain's here. Chuckles. Chuckles, what is that picture below me? I, I don't recognize that picture. The man is in a mask. I can't tell who it is. Well, I don't know. If if you watch a lot of IWTV, you've seen that masked man. And uh, the, the gentleman that we have tonight through the airwaves, uh, no video. We had yeah. to, that That's the reason why we're late. We had to switch things up. But we roll with the punches. Shit happens. It's cool. It's Cinco de Mayo. So we're all good with it. But tonight, our special guest, he hails from somewhere in Tennessee, I believe. Yeah. He is a member of the formidable KOBK. He's a video editor. He is a podcast host. He is a commentary extraordinaire. Mm. I saw somewhere he's also a consigo legal 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 And in my opinion, he is the new mouth of the South with us tonight. Ooh. The man, jump at Johnny Mosley. Thanks for joining us, sir. Man, thank you. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna call it a night now for that entrance. That's that's that that doesn't get much better, man. Thank you. I, you know what? Coming from a a commentary specialist like yourself, that hits my heartstrings, <laughs> and I love it. And I thank you, sir, for that compliment. It's what I try to do to bring us in every time. No, yeah, I appreciate you guys accommodating me. Of course, I'm out in the country, but it does feel very on brand that, uh, yeah, you just hear me, man. I'm just, I'm just a voice. I kind of like it that way. Perfect. You're, you're man, calling the camera. You are calling this interview right now. Yes. From... <laughs> Beautiful stuff. So we're gonna jump around with Jumpin' Johnny. We're gonna just. We're going to play this a little bit by ear tonight. It might sound a little different than most of our interviews. We're trying some new stuff out, but you're going to hear some normal stuff too. So like we always start, we got to learn about the beginnings of our guests. So John, growing up, what were you like as young John? Uh, big wrestling fan early on preteen years um i've always said the day i fell in love with wrestling was wrestlemania 14 it's on march 14th 1998 i believe um well it yeah man it it just it's it's austin and michaels it's taker and kane it's uh, my older brother took me to hang out with his friends so that's cool in its own right so yeah uh i was really big into wrestling um then got into sports more, football and whatnot. And then, uh, I mean, just small town living, man, nothing too exciting. Um, yeah, I, I missed out a lot. What's, what's been cool 
was I missed out a lot of uh, wrestling. I kind of got out of it my teenage years. So I went back now, like, and there was a good chunk of my life. I, I wasn't into wrestling at all. So when I kind of got into the business sort of, and then, you know, here last you know year and a half or so, um, now really going back and kind of seeing what I missed. Some of it not so great, but, uh, but it, it's still cool to go back and be like, oh shit, that's what happened. <laughs> so that's it. That's an interesting point, John. Like, so you got into wrestling, then got out of it for a little bit. Yeah. What 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 took you away from wrestling for a little? Yeah. Um, I I don't really. I mean, Austin walking away was a big. I, I remember that being a big thing. Like even there towards the end of right before he left, I was kind of in and out. And then when I kind of was flipping on and not seeing Austin, that really was a part of it. And then it was just other man. I I'm one of those like I have an addictive personality, so when I got into football, man, it was like, you know, cards and like DVDs and movies, like VHS. I mean, anything I get my hands on, that's what it was. So it's like, it was football for so much of my life. And then like music, movies, stuff like that. Um, and then now getting back into wrestling um, a lot since I guess, man, not even that long ago, like 2016 ish uh, is when I really got back in. So we're talking like a good chunk of, uh, of that time, man, that I really like, it wasn't, you know, I was watching old independent wrestling more than, you know, up-to-date wrestling. Mm. I think it's everybody like, goes through those times where you just like, there's other stuff going on, or you're not quite getting what's going on on, on yeah. the wrestling shows, and you're like, eh, I'm going to take a little break and go do something else for a little while, and then something brings you right back in. Yeah, dude, exactly. Yeah, it was... Uh... It actually was a, a buddy of mine. I was about to graduate from ETSU when a buddy was like, kind of, he told me about the Shield and told me about, you know, he was a really big WWE fan. So he kind of got me in that way. And then um, uh, actually NGW uh, is one that, that was like my first independent show kind of as an adult coming back in. And that was a weird kind of show. Like looking back on it now, like it had, I think it was Sean Hoodrich and Crimson in like an ambulance match. And then the main event was like Cody Rhodes and Matt Cross. So, oh. you know what I mean? Like to go from all I was really watching was like, you know, this is 2016, 2017 WWE to like, oh man, this is, you know, and then, uh, and then uh, the Omega Okada stuff, I saw that like on YouTube by like chance. And that kind of really, I got into New Japan really hard there for like a year and a half, two years. And, and, uh, and it was just weird, like I said, being at that NGW show of like, so this is like, so this is independent wrestling. Okay, yeah. I'm with you now. So you, you jumped around there to a lot of different types of wrestling, a lot of different wrestlers. You mentioned yeah. Austin and Michaels in the beginning. So I'm going to ask you a two-part question because it sounds like there was, who was the first wrestler that stood out to you? And then when you came back, who was the first wrestler that stood out? Oh, wow. Uh, that it, 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 It's Austin and Taker, because that's what I, I mean. Literally, it was my, my brother took me to his buddy's house to watch that pay-per-view. So it was all the hype videos before the matches. So what I remember, like, my first just I love wrestling was, you know, Taker and Kane and that story and and just the, the pageantry of Undertaker, the character of him. And then, of course, the... Uh, the FU attitude of Austin, man, at that time, I was probably like nine, 10, somewhere in there. So, you know what I mean? It, it's just, it's the guy that's saying the stuff you want to say. And then of course I'm with my, 
my brother and his like teenage buddies who are all saying the same thing, man. So, and then what's, what's really cool is there's that, like, I remember that. And then my next big memory is like the next, you know, how many ever pay-per-views it was, you know, unforgiven. And then it's the hell in a cell. So like all that's undertaker mankind, but, uh, a lot of Undertaker, a lot of Austin, and then coming back, man, it, it was Omega, it was Okada, it was a lot of the Bullet Club stuff, I, I got into the history of it with, you know, Finn Balor and or Prince Deva, whatever, and all that, so it, uh, it was, I, I really threw myself in New Japan, but it was, it was Omega and Okada, and that, like, I mean, I, I watched that whole first match and just was in awe. That's so cool, because it's so, it's, Two so different personalities yeah. and two yeah. different types of wrestling, but they're both pillars in wrestling history. So it's cool because you you kind of it's like watching basketball and getting to see Jordan growing up and then and going away for a while and then coming back and seeing LeBron. Like you get these two like guys that no one's ever gonna be like them. No one's ever gonna stand out as much as they did. Mm-hmm. And you kind of gravitated to both of them. That's what brought you into wrestling originally, and that's what brought you back to wrestling. So it's, it's just cool how these guys are totally different, yet they're both polarizing. Yeah, I mean, I think it just, in the core, I love just wrestling. I love, I mean, every kind. I love the flippy stuff. I love Bruiser Brody. I love, you know, the deathmatch stuff. I mean, I just love the storytelling and all that, man. And it, it's just, I don't know, but it is, it's crazy. Like, I love the Attitude Era stupid stuff that like nowadays you go, you know, you watch and you're kind of like, man, we like, this is what we were doing. But then I mean, I do, I could watch like, you know, an hour, an hour of Kenny Omega and Okada at one time was like, sign me up guys, let's go. So now I have a question and, and correct me, but I picture a young John Mosley at nine, 10 years old, watching the whole Austin, you know, F you, F everybody. I can, I, I have a picture in my mind of like you in elementary school, like your teacher's telling you something and then you just are like, F you lady, F you. Man, you know, the truth of it is, is my mom's a teacher and um, yeah, she taught at my elementary school. So that's a definite no, no. <laughs> yeah, it was anytime, anytime I got in trouble, she knew before I knew, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it was, it was bad news bears, but that attitude, it kind of came, it came out more when I got to high school, I got away, I got that understanding of like, you know, uh, the first time I kind of got in trouble there, I got home and no one knew about it. It was like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, but no, it, it did, man. There was, my buddy was that guy, though. Like, I had, you know, it, it's kind of that that you look back on your life and you realize you kind of have friends that fit these molds. And I definitely had a buddy at, like, 9, 10 who was absolutely the, you know, the I, I vividly remember a day where he did tell a teacher to shut the hell up, and it was like, you can't do that. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, like, he would have fit in with my crew right now for sure, man. Nice. So we touched on where you started, how you got back in, but now how did you get into commentary and getting behind the microphone and calling so many great matches that, I mean, I've seen in the last year of being just immersed in independent wrestling. 
that is man it, it's a long story it's a short story it's like it's grinding it's a lot of people saying no uh you know during the covid time i mean you know there were years where i, I was begging to film i was begging to i mean anything let me help with anything and i was still having to buy a ticket and and watch from the fan side and and it was you know driving and and you know being in the car with brett and being around these locker rooms like i didn't go into these locker rooms until i was booked like it's just respect stuff like that so mm-hmm. i mean a lot of that man a lot of time of me just uh, just kind of pay my dues that way i mean i've helped set ring ups or rings up I, i've helped you know lighting i've helped I've, I've i've filmed like for crux man it's this saturday it's a big deal for me because carrie i wanted to do everything for carrie and he told me no a lot he, and at the time it uh it bothered me but now i look back on it and i'm so happy because with crux i started literally i i was in the crowd watching and then a few shows later i you know carrying someone to film so i filmed the show and then a few shows later i got to ring announce a little and then commentary so uh, i'm happy that i earned it man i'm proud that I, i got told no a lot and i had to earn it this way um but what really happened that was COVID, man. It, it happened. A lot of people said no, and I were totally respected for doing it. it. It was just something that New South, um, you know, Righteous Jesse banged the drum for me hard there and said, hey, you know, uh, you need to book this guy, and I'm thankful they did. They, they let me really kind of feel myself out there. Um, I got to, you know, my first show, like literally my first show, I had called shows locally um, in my, at, you know, local promotions that, couple shows are on high spots and stuff like that, but nothing, you know, my first show there, they're um, lead man with, we've got a blood sport match with, with, uh, with Matrix and, and Donnie. We've got, you know, Brett and Jaden in this full singles match. We've got this wild six person, you know, flippy match. So, I mean, they, I got thrown in the fire, but again, it, I appreciated it because I learned a lot quick with New South and then, uh, Dylan Hells and, and Matt Griffin thankfully brought me into action. I mean, those are two promotions I had circled along with Sup that uh, I just, I was like, if I can get on these shows, I'm going to get better quick because of what you said. Just, I mean, every week I'm getting the call, some really gnarly matches. Mm-hmm. What's, what's more terrifying, getting in the ring and announcing the talent coming in or getting behind the microphone off camera and calling the match i'll be honest uh my wife can attest to this a, a year and a half two years i mean longer than that like honestly at this point probably like two and a half three years ago i told her i didn't want to do commentary it scared me to death to be the soundtrack i mean i i, I told her i remember like it was yesterday i said i don't want to do commentary i'll do anything else in wrestling that scares me but that fear is what made me great. I mean, the homework I did the first six, eight months, I was having, you know, these shows this cons- consistently. I learned a lot, man, to now I don't, you know, I don't stress about it. Like I, I, I ring announced at a couple of small places, um, you know, in Tennessee, one of them being TWE, which is getting on IWT, IWTV more and more, which is dope. But um, it, it, it's, it's not even a fear anymore, man. It, it's, uh, it's, exciting man to be out there in front of that camera but it, it without a doubt the answer is 
like do a commentary for a match if you if I still really let myself feel it it just it's kind of it's scary because a lot of these matches they don't need it I mean they tell the stories there to tell so for mm-hmm. me it it's it is uh you know like recently Mike Bennett was down at New South a bunch and I was kind of like gosh you know this guy's he's had some really great commentators call his stuff like we'll see how this goes and uh and I you know heard nothing but good things so that was that was really cool nice uh, I her, had another her, question literally her, out of my head. What? Take or dive? Take or dive says he's a liar. Says he's wrong. Oh, says, says ring announcing is much worse. No. Uh, that, I have to disagree. That's one man's opinion. That's just mine. <laughs> I, I got my question. I got my question okay. back. You, you mentioned homework. Yeah. What kind of homework do you do now compared to when you first started like before shows and everything? Not, it's, thankfully now, it's, I mean, it's every weekend with a lot of these shows, so it's not as necessary. I mean, there were times where, like, I would listen to, in my, you know, it's, everyone likes different commentary. It's like wrestling as a whole. We all see it our own way, our own filters. So I get why people don't like me. I sometimes don't understand why people do like me. Like, there are things I do that I don't like that people seem to enjoy so um it's that kind of weird balance where um i just i don't know man it's 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 kind of terrifying but it's also like there's nothing better than really being on like that mike bennett effie match i wish i felt like i was so in kismet with what they were giving me you know and i didn't do a ton of homework into that because i know so much about them at this point like Mm-hmm. You know, from six months ago, say, you know, on a Friday before a show, I'm probably, I'm watching some film, I'm listening to, you know, commentary from, say, you know, Excalibur, Kevin Kelly, or, you know, something like, I'll just listen to a match, you know, in the car, if it's just me driving to kind of get that flow of, you know, of like, uh, I know how writers, right, I forget the move, but someone's like, type in the way of like Great Gatsby, so you know the rhythm of a great novel, so I'm trying to like find that rhythm of a storyteller, now though i don't do that as much I, i'm i'm really locked in with like i'm seeing a lot of the same faces on these shows so i know everyone's story i'm confident where i'm at but there's still little things that i've got to do um like i've got to i've got to watch a little i got to do a little bit of homework i got to watch a little bit of footage even if uh, it's still pretty pretty fresh on the mind just like the wrestlers everybody's got to put in the work yeah you know? absolutely yeah it's it's something i take a lot of pride in it's something i'm really hard on a lot of people uh people ask you know opinions on commentators and i'm I'm really hard on myself so i'm definitely hard on everyone else and um but i think i think that's an important part it's when you know everything's flowing i I had someone send me a match recently with no commentary and so i had to ask them like hey what's the backstory for your character what's this and that and once they told me that i went in watched the match and it was definitely it, it was that thing of like, okay, now I understand where we're going. And that's the difference, you know, sometimes between the match matches hitting that next level can be separated by good or bad or not so great commentator. Yeah. Now you mentioned that you got some upcoming shows, right? And I know, I know Chris has got some rolling banners down in the corners here of the shows that are, that are coming up that you're going to be on, but, as always, we have to fulfill our contractual obligations to one of our one of our very special promotions that we love, and and that's action. 
Yes. Oh, and, I, I thought you were going to say Jaden oh, Newman. Sorry. Oh, oh <laughs> damn. So I didn't get the notes on that. Moving so, on. moving on, moving on, moving on. So May 14th, Action's got a doubleheader down in Tyrone. What are you looking forward to that has been announced Ooh. so far on, on those two shows? I Action is still finds ways to surprise me. The, the Jade and J.D. Drake announcement, I didn't know about that. Wow. I, saw the graphic when y'all did and was just like okay well i'm absolutely here for that as anyone that needs to uh you know be taught a lesson like Jaden does in tyrone jd drake's the man to do it so uh that's a big that's a big highlight for me uh Jaden might be running out in the parking lot again <laughs> just to get away from jd drake don't blame him bro the guy's heavy hand, heavy hands yeah chop Oof. Man, I'm feeling now. What else do you have coming up? I know you we you have all the new South stuff. Um, what else do you have coming up on the horizon that you can tell us about that we're gonna hear hear your voice and and see your beautiful face on our uh, <laughs> IWTV screens? Uh, uh, definitely filming for Crux this Saturday. That's gonna be a two uh, double header loaded. I don't even know. The matches, uh, I know all of the KOBK crew will be there, so uh, under the same roof, like, maybe, I believe this is the first time ever all of us are going to be at the same place at the same time. It's usually we're, like, one person off. Um, oh, wow. So that, yeah, that's going to be really, really dope. Uh, and then, of course, shout out Action, shout out New South, shout out TWE. Um, and uh, I think June is where NGW, that promotion I mentioned, uh, the, the first show, kind of my in first indie show back into wrestling, they have me for commentary. Um, they've got a pretty sick card. I know a lot of the BSB is going to be on that card. Uh, but that's just a cool story for me. I went from, like, that was my first interview when I first, what got me in the window uh, of wrestling was I interviewed a buddy of mine that runs a promotion uh, back home. And that kind of got me in the door with a couple of buddies. And then they got me to, to Cody, Cody Ford from NGW. So he was like, I was, I interviewed him and he hooked me up with tickets to that show. And, uh, and it was just a cool experience. And that's been like four years ago. And now, um, I was at them and they're paying me to talk into a mic for them. So that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. That is awesome. So now for everybody in the chat, and anybody that's going to listen to this on the video on demand, on YouTube, on wherever we put it, the damn podcast up, can you let everybody know who are all the fine members of KOBK so that they can go and follow them everywhere? Oh, I'm going to rattle them off. Are you asking them? Are you quizzing them or me? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to rattle them off okay, so, that, okay. so that everybody yeah. can go follow them. Yeah, he's putting no, you. Uh, he's putting you on the spot. Yeah. No, I, 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 was like, I was like, "Yo, is he quizzing these motherfuckers? Like, this is wild." Um, no, man. Yeah. So KOBK, it started. Uh, Brett Ison, me, Nolan Edward had a crazy weekend up in Jersey. We linked up with the man, Death Samurai Akira, and then Luther X and Mark uh, They were kind of the the crux KOBK kids, if you will, that 
through their own, you know, just just throwing down. Then uh, the, there's some underrated Lucha X matches that sadly aren't weren't mm-hmm. taped that people haven't been able to see. I mean, he's the mayor of Tullahoma. Uh, that's that is a true story. I mean, the I'm talking Road Warrior S Pop. The first time I was in a Tullahoma show that Lutha was on, they went crazy for him. Um, and then yeah, Heater, uh, who you know, death match with AJ Gray down in Florida. Like the KMBK BNB bro was like it was that was such a weekend. Um, so proud of the crew, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Brett, Nolan, Akira, Heater, Lutha, myself. Um, that's that's the six, and then of course we appreciate all the supporters, everybody that's merched and buying that merch, getting the hats, getting the the merch of everybody else. Everybody's kind of got some good stuff right now to be picking up. Yep. Nice. So we just had a big donation in the chat. So oh. someone anonymously just dropped a thousand bits in the chat. Our biggest donation we've ever seen, Mose. So Bro. thank you, whoever that was. Very much yeah. appreciated. Right behind yeah. that, you got big Ron Bash Jr. in the chat saying he fucking loves you. And he's here and stopping in and saying hi. Yeah, man. So, so I got to kick up Ronnie Bass a little. We do have a question in the chat, which is an interesting question. So Bumper Shot is asking, do you have merch? I don't, man. I hate to take away um, from talent. I mean, I, I don't like I don't like making it about myself. Um, so I've never I've been asked that before. And I mean, it's any KOBK support. That's kind of what I try to put my energy behind, put my energy behind my people, because uh, and, you know, at the end of the day for me, like, I wouldn't be here without Brett Eisen, without the miles he let me put on, um, put on that car, man, the, the just, I, I owe that guy everything. Um, so I just, I hate, you know, that's what's important to me. That's what's important is the talent that goes out there and gets in that ring and, uh, and man, it puts that life on the line because it's something that we, we see so much wrestling, we take for granted how dangerous it is. We forget that sometimes. So I always like to keep that in mind. I, I knew the answer to that, John. I just wanted, I, <laughs> I, I like, I like the answer. I, I knew the answer because full disclosure, we have talked to John about being able to do something with him around merch, but he is very adamant about not doing merch because he does not want to take away from these guys. And I think that's a big reason why you've come so far, so fast in the industry because you respect it. You respect the guys in it and you respect wrestling in general. And it's the respect, I think, comes back to you in, you know, tenfold. You know, and it's proof that someone could be a good person in wrestling and get by and, and do really well. No, yeah, I do. I, I mean, I just, I love my people. I love this business. I love that my dream when I was a kid was to be John Madden. Um, I, I'm a huge MMA fan, so like, you know, MMA commentary, Joe Rogan commentary. I know he's very controversial doing my podcast. I am strictly just talking about his commentary. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so it, it's really cool that uh that I do get appreciated that way. But it is, man. At the end of the day, like, I just love, I love that feeling of like when everybody puts it together for a show. Like we all understand our roles. We all understand what we're doing. 
um, because it is, man. I uh, the business doesn't owe me anything. I owe everything, like everything I have to it. Now, you wanted to be John Madden, but I mean, yep. you're in you're in wrestling now, so I don't know yep. if you still have aspirations to get into the NFL and do anything there, coach the Raiders. I'm not sure if that's what you're looking <laughs> to do, but. If you had a dream or if you had a, a goal in wrestling, where is yeah. it? Where, where are you trying to get to? That's a great, that's, man, that's, I've been asking myself that, honestly, the past, like, two or three months hard, because I don't really know. I don't, I don't know if I fit a mold. Um, honestly, it's hard to do commentary with me. Like, I, I with Dylan, I, it's easy for me, because, you know, Dylan Hells, to me, that's the voice of the South for me. Like, he... You know, Dylan's the guy. So I, when I with Dylan, it's easy. I'm just I fit in with Dylan, man. That, but like, you know, Carmen, uh, shout out Carmen Michael, man, uh, down in New South because he doesn't have a ton of reps outside of commentary without me. So he's like, man, he's learning. You know, with these really great matches, but with me, like I do play by play, I do color, I do kind of everything so i understand it's kind of hard to it's got to be kind of hard to work with me when i'm like in that zone and i think he's definitely like he's learned a lot he's using it he's got a great attitude um i know that guy is like he, he just he, he grinds for that company so shout him out for sure um but i don't really know man like i don't i would love to get like you know be on tv like that's the dream my folks like, they kind of get what I do, but it's that weird thing of, like, my dad just a grinder his whole life. He's old school, so it's like, you know, you get up at 5 a.m. and you work to 8 p.m. and he sees me, like, doing what I'm doing. And it's like, yeah, man, like, I'm able to do this right now because of kind of how we're grinding. But I don't really have a, like, I kind of knocked off a lot of my goals. I'm at a lot of places I want to be. There's not a ton of places I haven't worked at. Like, there are people I want to work with for sure. But um, I guess my real, man, it, it's kind of like a boring answer, but my only real goal right now is just keep getting better every weekend. I'm blessed to be pretty much booked, like, all the way through kind of the end of the year um, until December. Like, I've got dates, so I'm just nice. going to try to keep, yeah, try to keep getting better. And, and like you guys are saying, like, try to keep living up to, to that rep that I've, I've got right now, man. I just want it to be, the business to be the best it can be when I'm around it. No, I mean, enjoy the ride, right? Like, it doesn't always have to be to get to a point. Sometimes it's yeah. just enjoy the ride and wherever it takes you, and as far as you can take it. Enjoy the wave, I should say, right? It might well, come yeah. crashing down at some point, but just yeah. enjoy it as far as you can go. <laughs> no, man, I mean, that's like, I, I understand how lucky I am. Like, I've, I've kind of been on the road my whole life. Like, growing up, it was football it was uh I, I did like I did play I did theater stuff you know so like all the way up until college it was like I was on the road and then kind of college and I didn't really do a lot of extracurricular stuff outside of boozing and uh I wasn't driving then I was walking it's cool um it, it it just like it takes you back to that place that excitement of when I was a kid of like over oh, you know we're going to do this. And then my, uh, my wife Haley just supports the hell out of me. I know I have so completely blessed to have someone that, you know, some of these shows they'll add a show on like short notice. And it's like, Oh, we thought we were going to have a Saturday to hang out, but like, I got to go here now. And she's always like, let's fine, let's do it. You know? Um, 
So yeah, man, it is. It's, I'm enjoying it now. I get to hang out with like my best friends every weekend um, from Thursday to Sunday. Like we're on the road and, you know, just kind of talking shit and, and just getting really to hang out, man. Like you're right. That, that's kind of where I'm at. Enjoy this the way it is. Um, because yeah, like all this could go away tomorrow. And, uh, and I know we'd be there with me and that, that's, that in itself is, is a blessing. Now you mentioned a couple of different promotions you do, you do and work for. And right. what I've, what I've noticed is there's the one man commentary, there's two man commentary. And sometimes we even see the three man commentary. I've yes. heard many different opinions of this. I need to know what your opinion is of each of those versions of commentary and what your preference is. Oh man. If it, I mean, I hate three man commentary unless it's three people that really understand their roles and that's kind of rare to find. Um, but again, how I, I like to focus right? some matches, I think we need to focus more on what's happening in the ring, whereas some, maybe it is a little more story. So that's, again, my, your own personal preference at a certain point is going to come out there. Uh, don't love three-man. I think two-man's the way to go. It, it's good to have your roles. It's good to know what you're doing. Um, it's good to have someone to kind of fall back on at times that can kind of pick up this and there. And then one man, like, I don't hate it. If you know what you're doing in the story, like, I, I've had to call some shows at TWE one by myself. I've called some shows at New South by myself. Um, it, it, it's, if you're in the right mindset, man, like one of my favorite matches I've done commentary with is, uh, was Jordan Oliver and Nolan at New South. And I didn't know, like, I, I thought I was going to have someone with me for that match. Some miscommunication happened and I wound up able to do that, that match by myself. And I think it's some of my best work because, I knew 100% what each of them wanted to tell. And I didn't really have to worry about someone else. At times, you're not on the same wavelength, right? And I was able to tell what needed to be told, this, there, and that. And, uh, and it kind of worked out. So if you know what you're doing, man, I think one, one person's can be really, really good. So three persons suck, one person's yeah. good, and two is a sweet spot. I think that's that's kind of like the bait. It seems to be the like everyone agrees formula. Three can be good, but it it, it just it always feels a little too much to me at times. You know, it, yeah. barring like if you get some good comedy here, you know that that feels like a good comedy match with three person could be really really good. You get somebody like Matt Sells that just like crashes the the commentary table or something. <laughs> I mean, the yeah, crowd was yeah. hot for Matt. I mean, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. He hits, the crowd loves him, and it's like, well, let him do, of course, let him do whatever the hell he wants. Who cares? Like, that's the mayor. <laughs> All right, so we got to go back to a comment I heard. Yes. I, 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 heard, 100%. I heard you mention theater, and I, I need know. to know I more know. about this. We need the background. We need how <laughs> and why you were in theater. I, I again and and what you might have been in is because this is not I'm not I'm not trying to say this is a bad thing I'm just interested now yes. because I am a theater buff I like theater a lot so I'm very yeah. interested in what you're gonna come up with here no man I my mom was big on me having hella extracurricular she had dreams of a son going to Ivy League school um man little did she know teenage me was really gonna throw a monkey wrench in there um <laughs> 
But no, she she wanted me. We have like uh, the where I went to school and whatnot growing up. Growing up, they have like a, a pretty cool like theater program at their playhouse, the Cumberland County Playhouse. I don't know if anyone in the Tennessee area probably probably has heard of this, but they put on some some banging plays, bro. So yeah, I did uh, I did like some dance class stuff. I took tap dance, bro. I took a couple different things to be honest. And then they put me. I was. Um, it was a, I was like a guard in the Nutcracker, straight up. I shot like a mouse. Um, I shot a mouse. <laughs> yeah. They were like, yo, we're going to put you on this tower. And I was probably like, I was probably like 13. I was like, hell yeah, man. Let's go. Um, what else? I was in one other one that I know y'all heard of, but that was the big one. Like, that was the one that, like, my shining moment was, like, I was, like, a soldier, ten-man dude, and I shot at a mouse or a rat at, a, at the, in the Nutcracker. So do you, do you still like theater a lot? Is there anything that you still would, like, it yeah, almost, yeah. like, say you I, would uh, love? Well, I mean, I don't, like, I don't, not a ton, like, there are musicals I do like. There's plays I do get into. Like, there's still, it's not at all like, oh, man, I'm not I'm not messing with that because it's a play or anything like that. So, yeah, like, there's some, like, obviously I got in. I had to go check out the Book of Mormon. Um, I mean, there's been, yeah, I mean, there are some other, some other ones that I never saw. Um, the one that had that Hugh Jackman, John, that, that made, they made a movie of it. Um, Slam Red Zarab. Yeah, I was, I didn't watch that. I never did, but I would have, like, you said the no, whole I, word there. Chuck said the whole word. He couldn't just say no, like biz. Oh, that kind <laughs> of thing, I was like, is that the name of it? I feel like I'm wrong. Or was it? Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, like, I, I, I kind of still do, like, not as much. Uh, musicals, though, I still have that soft spot to me. Like, if it's a preview, I'm like, I'm going to check this out. Like, I'll probably rent this. It takes me back. What's the last musical you actually saw? Um, I don't know. Does it count if does the Romeo and Juliet? That doesn't really count as a musical, like cause, the, um, the movie, that, yeah. like the Claire Danes, like yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio movie. John, parts of it. do you know how long ago that was? <laughs> it, was like, it was like '96, I think. <laughs> I was still in high no, school. It's dope though. Like that thing is. I just recently watched it again. It was like this is the sickest <laughs> shit. Like, how did this movie not make a bajillion dollars? For a second there, I thought he was going to say Robin Hood, Men in Tights, you know. Also, but... saying that, yeah, I don't mess with that. It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, Family Man. Musical. What is it? I'm sure I've seen. It's been. I've been a rewatch more than a new musical, to be honest with you. Definitely, um, definitely rewatching more. Hamilton yeah. seems to be the one that I haven't watched. See, it yet, so. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. It's good. It's good. I'm Disney watch Plus it this weekend. Yeah, I'm gonna watch this weekend. Now we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> Val, Val, our our lovely friend Val, Val Pancakes. What about says, says Hamilton for her? Okay, yeah, I'm gonna watch this weekend. Chuck, let's jump in the chat. We got a question uh, from AHK Dad, looking for your favorite talent that's not kill or be killed. Oh man, you know what? That's okay. The simulation, like, so me and Ison have this whole thing that we live in a simulation. And we could, man, if y'all had some time, we could really lay some stuff on you with this. But it's so crazy you asked that, because last night, I don't know why, I definitely hit my dad pin really hard. But I said out loud, 
I think Tyler Matrix is my favorite wrestler that isn't in KOBK. Ooh. I, dude, Tyler Matrix, bro. Tyler Matrix is so good. And him and Logan James, the tag team, straight up super underrated. Mm-hmm. Well, and they had they they had two matches yep. last night on Action Clash. Yo, those six person matches were wild. Mm-hmm. Miami Ice saying we're gonna cut people. Fred Ison <laughs> just throwing Sam a, a country mile. And, and Cabana Man Dan doing what the hell was he doing on yeah. the top rope? Gonna what the hell up. was that? <laughs> He was Rolling like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill him. And daddy's money. Shout out daddy's money. The uh the correct answer is Aaron Wade, apparently, according to Take Your Doubt. Yeah. Yo, Wade, man, I would shout him out, but if I shout him out, I'm gonna next time I see him, he's gonna be like, yo, mine K will be K now. We'll be like, no way, no. not. I'm sorry. No, no, respect your surroundings. Uh, uh the, the CEO. <laughs> the CEO <laughs> is here. CEO's in the chat. CEO's in the chat. It's not his night, but we let him ask questions in the chat. Uh, hey, jumping Johnny, should Jaden book me versus Steve Dave? And with how many thumbtacks? Oh boy, that is a match that I don't know if the TWE arena could hold. Um, if you're gonna go tax, though, you gotta go at least ten thousand. You gotta ten thousand tax match. Ten thousand tax how much does ten thousand tax cost it's like four four fifty <laughs> <laughs> five dollar bill <laughs> yeah i'm gonna say we sent someone out we're it was before the sub show at tampa and nolan was like i'm gonna do this crazy tax thing that y'all saw him do and he was like we don't have any tax stuff so i can't remember someone was like i'm gonna go buy tax right now and we overpaid them so hard I, we we're just like Here's twenty dollars. Get all the tax, and man, <laughs> we got so many tags. <laughs> hey, it all worked out because again, that that is the footage of the weekend, and, and I don't understand why it's not the footage of the weekend Bro. when when she gets dragged through those damn tax. That's whew. Evil Dead. It was straight out of Evil Dead. It was awesome. Did, did you see? Was- we we get uh, we we might have the real hardway heater in the chat here. No, oh, we yeah? don't. No, we don't. No way. Dude, I, I I don't know. There's no way to verify. We could verify. Yeah. You verify. John John could ask him a question yeah, that only true. that only he would know. True. True. Uh, I can't verify. Hey, if that's the real heater. Uh, what did you say to AJ right before the finish of your match in Florida? Because only a real heater would know that. All right, there we go. Ooh, so while okay. while that's while that's populating in yep. the chat, like I don't even know what you I don't even know what you would have time to do outside of outside of a wrestling ring. But yeah. what would what do you do in your spare time that's not wrestling, that's not studying for commentary, that's not brushing up on your skills like what what's not wrestling in your life and not a lot you're right um i kind of got in a rhythm now where so sunday sunday usually get back home super late usually it's like a four three four five somewhere there in the a.m when you're getting back from a from a top shelf or what have you um monday i do an mma show so i do that in the mornings and then try to kind of get some rest monday Tuesday, I try to video edit a little bit, um, and then 
Wednesday, usually if I'm like, that's kind of, if I can, I try to hang out with Haley, try to like maybe play a video game if I can, um, take a little bit of time outside of wrestling, which usually is me watching wrestling and laughing and like, Haley, look at this stupid, like, <laughs> look how stupid everyone is for doing this. Um, so that still counts, I guess. And then, yeah, Thursday to Sunday, man, it's, we're on the road where, you know, um, it's either commentary or it's ring announcing or it's both um it's just i'm trying to do more man i'm trying to i've learned so much i'm doing so much on camera um that i'm trying like i'm being greedy like i know i should be really enjoying this time um but i'm already i'm trying to like think of that next step of maybe you know doing a show or or you know i just i want more hands-on with these ideas because let me tell you i've got these ideas and they and, and they've got to get out oh my god i've got the the ideas from florida man i had like if i wrote these down we would have i mean just six months of gold gold you got to write them down i tell christopher all the time he he he, he, he comes to me uh, he, he texts me in the morning and goes man i had this great idea last night i'm like did you write it down he goes no nope. and i don't remember it and i'm like come on that was bro. me i was like i'm not gonna forget this and then we're on the way home and it's like oh man what was going to be the next rivalry for clucky you know what i mean and i couldn't remember <laughs> i think we got an answer in the chat okay oh the answer was aj i'm scared holy shit <laughs> <laughs> um if that isn't here that's someone that's very close to here so i'm gonna count it <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> man that's good shit right there, pal. That might be the, the best Tampa story, and y'all just got it for free. Yeah, that, that was a good one. I, that, mm-hmm. that's, 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 that's a headline right there. So we got another one in the chat. So this one might be tough. Okay. What's your favorite match that you ever called, and you have to pick one? Oh, man. Um, I'm really hard on myself. A lot of matches, I really end up, I'll watch back and uh, nitpick. Uh, Recently, I really, really, really liked what I did on the the Effie Bennett match. That was kind of me with no filter. That was a long day of tapings, and Effie uh, just brings this energy and Mike Bennett was on one that night. So it was just like, it felt right. And I kind of just like completely dropped the curtain and just went with it. And a lot of people seem to enjoy it. Um, I'd probably go with that recently. Overall, it's so tough. I mean, so many matches with Dylan I'm proud of. So many matches from that Haas weekend I'm proud of. Uh, so many, like the stuff, you know, that stuff show with Dylan. Uh, there's so many moments on that one that I'm just like, what were we doing? But it, it worked. So, uh, yeah. Got to, I, I, <laughs> you got to pick one, John. You got to pick yeah, one. Only one. Yeah, there can be yeah. only one. Highlander, damn it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Give, it. give me, uh, give me Bennett and Effie for right now. I think that's it's it's so all its own. Why not? You got an answer. That's a good one. Thank you. Well, I, I, I have one that I want to go back to. Okay. Uh, it was when Christopher was asking about goals and you had mentioned that you still have some people that you want to work with. 
Okay. So my question is, what what's that bucket list? That top five? Like, who are who 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 are those people that you want to cross off your list there? Um, I was really happy to do a match with Struggles uh, down down Tampa. I got to call a match with him. I got to call a couple with Scotty. Um, I mean, that was an absolute blast. Struggles was like number one art because I think we both kind of bring. Uh, a different kind of look at the wrestling ring. I mean, obviously what he's got going on with Pit Fighters is so dope that he's able to attack it from some different angles, but uh, that one was, uh, was I want to do more with Struggles. I want to work with Emil. Um, I think I could have a blast just cutting up with that guy. Um, that's kind of, I mean, that's really kind of it, man. Like, I, I want to do one with Bobby Documents. I know he's about to show up at Unsanctioned Pro, so that's one I like to cross off. Um, I'd love to do more with Righteous Jesse. Uh, any any more I can get in there with Dylan Hills. Uh, these are just, late, I mean, people that I, I could kind of hop in there and and really uh, really just cut loose. Like I said, the um, – the, Man, that might be it. Other than Ben and Effie, I'll give you another one. That that match with struggles, I'm really proud of. Um, that was a that was a high energy match, and we we matched it. I th- I thought. Nice, Chris. It looks wow. That's a uh, what happened? Holy crap! That that's like the longest question I think we've ever seen. <laughs> it must be a take or dive question. Yeah. Yep, it is. It, it is. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> All right. So. Oh God. If you were neck deep in a sea of shit and someone hurled a bag of vomit at your face, would you duck and take the shit or stay put and let the vomit hit you in the face? I think out of of principle, I think I've got to duck it. Like, out of sheer, I just can't let that happen to me. I'll I'll just, I'll take this one myself. There's no follow-up needed for that. I think that's just, yeah. No. Moving on. Moving on. KLBK. <laughs> Moving on. And we're get, we're gonna bring something new. We started doing it. I started doing it on Val's stream when she when oh, she wait. comes oh, on. Wait. Time Uh-oh. out. Time out. Before before you get to that. Oh. I, oh no. I, we we have the CEO has spoken. Bose, should we book Ron Bash Jr. and Hardway Heater for futures? Yeah, that'd be fire. They beat the hell out of each other. That's, I mean, that's a roaring thumbs up for me, but I, I don't, I mean, I don't have a hand in, I don't have a hand in any of that. I just, uh, they give me a, a headset. That's all I get. That's I think it's booked. I think, I think it's, we, we talked about it. We've confirmed it. Thumbs up. Matt, it's booked. Just go ahead and book it. They're both in the chat. They're both in the chat. Guys, just show up. You're in. Yeah. Hellfire. Outlaw okay. Shit. We got lightning round. We got 10 questions for you. Sweet. As quick as possible, we're gonna go through this. Okay. Here we go. Favorite holiday? Christmas. If you were a superhero, what would your superpower be? Uh, Strength. (laughs) Did you just (laughs) say shit? Yeah. I don't think he's happy with that one. (laughs) You gotta stick with strength. The first one, that's it. Too bad. Moving on. Uh, nickname your parents called you as a child. Oh God! What is it? Um, I, you know, Booba. That was my nickname. My mom gave me. Okay. Are you a morning or an evening person? Oh, man. Um, 
I'm, God, I'm kind of a morning person, to be honest. I wake up kind of ready to go. Okay. Cake or pie? Mm, cake. Favorite childhood TV show? Oh, no. Uh, Larry, um, you know, The Simpsons. I still, I still, that's, that's stuck with me my whole life, The Simpsons. Easy one. Favorite number? Seven. Favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, God. Uh, vanilla. Okay. <laughs> I love how he gets mad at himself for his answer. I, I'm mad at that one. Vanilla. Like, uh... <laughs> Could have had like cookie dough or something, or like I know hey, people uh, like mint chocolate chip. I don't. Vanilla's but okay. This is not lightning okay. anymore. I'm just critiquing now at this point. Okay. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> are Are you climbing a mountain or are you mm. jumping from a plane? Oh no! Oh, I have bad stories for both those. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, climb. Oh god, climbing a mountain. Okay. Last one. What is the temperature of your thermostat set at your house? 68 degrees cool. Nice. Yeah. Okay, now we got to get back. See if we had those things set up, Christopher. I could have done a cool rewind thing, but no. I got to do my stupid voice and go to go rewind. You know, it happens. So what? what is this mountain climbing story and oh. jumping out of a plane? Well, so um, we, me and my wife went to Hawaii a couple summers ago, which was totally cool. But um, <laughs> like the first day we were there, we went to the big island. Uh, it's this beautiful, uh, we're going to hike down this beautiful blah, blah, this blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, we're here, whatever. So we're you know, going down and like I'm sweaty going down, bro. And this like super skinny hippie dude's coming up and he looks like he's about to die. And I, I look at Haley and I'm like, I'm a, I don't know if I'm gonna make it back up. And she was like, it's fine. So we hang out down there, blah, blah. And so we're coming up, we're climbing back up this thing, man. And I, I, there were three times I was like, I have heat exhaustion right as we speak right now, I'm dying. But we made it up and this is where it gets bad. This is not bad yet, by the way. Yeah, uh, I feel like I'm about to die. We drive to get lunch. I'm literally eating. I'm just stuffing my face with like barbecue, <laughs> and I and I throw up like not a lot, but a little bit. I just throw up kind of at the table. And again, my wife, bless her heart, she just looks at me, and I like clean it, and we finish eating and leave. And like I made a point to look back, and they were just like scrubbing that table like that guy is disgusting. <laughs> um, so that was climbing the mountain story. Uh, a couple of days go by. We're going to fly over to Maui. We take a uh, puddle, whatever, puddle jumper plane. This thing, bro, this plane is smaller than, like, the one I played with as a kid. This thing is tiny. Oh. Um, and there's, like, a really, like, I'm not a, I, I'm not, like, I'm not a small guy, no, but, like, there's a, like, a really big dude on the plane with us, and I was like, how are they going to, like, figure out the weight of this thing? Like, I'm, like, I'm legit freaked out a little bit. And my wife and Haley's like, it's cool, man. Just it's cool. Like we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. And we're here. I'm like, all right, man. Whatever. Set him right in the middle. Yeah. No, he did the very very back middle. And I was like, okay, this is perfect. We're good. We got a good anchor. We're out. Like let's go. And planes don't need anchor. Well, I mean, anchor. Of John. Like, in theory, in theory, I, 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 I know what he's talking about. I know what he's yeah. talking about. 
thank you because in theory like you think about it this thing should not lift like this is heavy like and we're lifting the air so i feel like comfortable like he's in the center we got a good base let's just like it's supposed to be like a less than an hour flight like let's go man like i'm already not feeling great and oh man this is this is the worst like moment maybe in my life i'm like we 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 get caught in like a wind thing and we like drop like free fall oh man and i, I could feel it in my heart i'm like oh god oh mind you uh, maybe two months before we left like an idiot i read a book about a guy surviving like <laughs> a plane crash in the ocean let me just minor spoilers it was very it was very hard to swim so i was not looking forward to that research um yeah I'm, all that's going through my head, we hit a second wave or wind thing and we drop again. And I'm like, I'm about to freak out. And I swear to you, I look, I'm staring at the pilot. Like, it's tiny plane. We're like the first row. Like, I'm right Wait, you can the see the pilot. Like, Dude, there's I'm, no door. I'm, no door. I'm directly behind the co pilot. Got my eyes. Like, I'm eagle eyed on the pilot, bro. And he, like, he fiddles with this thing on the dash and fiddles this other thing. And then he tightens his seatbelt. Oh, I see it. I see it happen. And I look at Haley and I go, oh my, no, dude. She goes, what? And I go, I can't say it out loud because there's like a little girl behind me and I'm about to have a panic attack. And we like, we hit one more of those. We free fall for like a half second, but then we like kind of recover and we got to, we landed and everything was cool. But like, I will never forget that moment of like, he's like, he's trying to be so smooth. He's like, oh yes, I'm going to hit this. Oh, then I have to fiddle this. Oh, uh, seatbelt. We're going down there. Oh God! I love That's that the terrifying. pilot. The pilot is going to save himself with a seatbelt. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> we're not going to bring it up yet, but I'm going to tighten this boy just a little bit. And I, man, I did. I was like, it felt like I was in a movie. I'm like, yo. <laughs> oh my. Maybe that anchor was really weighing that plane down. I don't yeah, know. Right? <laughs> I said we got in the rental car and we landed or whatever, and I did. I was like. I, every person on there, I'm cool with. Like, <laughs> I needed all of them. I think in theory to make it. Fear made it. They're cool. they're with me now. They're my people. Oh my! Minus the pilot. <laughs> now that's a plain story. Now we we didn't get into it yet. I don't know if Chuck was going to ask it, but I'm going to ask it. I want to hear about road stories because I've heard little oh, snippets. I've heard about this crew i've heard how you even got into the crew jumping in the car yeah. i, I want to hear so just give us one good road story that you can share oh man oh man um, change names if you need to you can't change names we know exactly who yeah. he's traveling with <laughs> yeah y'all know my people um this is a pretty funny like i get this one i think is, is pretty funny and it'll fit pretty well with uh with with our people here on this show shout out dylan hills um so we were coming back from florida and it was me and brett and uh, and haley and um and we had been in the you know we've been in the car a minute we hit some traffic in florida like everybody was tweeting like getting out of florida was hell that day like it was the end of spring break it was oh. and it was bad news bears but as y'all heard from my previous story we ain't flying i'm driving <laughs> um <laughs> So we're coming up, man, we've been in the car a minute and we, we're in Tennessee. Um, we're not too far from, from dropping bread off. And like, you know, we hadn't slept in really days. We've been up at the, the KOBK fucking apartment or wherever, the B&B just for days. Like no one slept, like everybody's riled up, excited. And 
you just kind of go in this zone of where you just have these ideas and you're just saying the stupid stuff and we're eating subway and i go yo content idea the next time we're at twe and brett's like okay and he, i go so super troopers we have the camera on it's like dylan's like kind of kind of has his face in his hands like he's annoyed and me and brett are standing there talking and he goes if aaron wade brings up cobra Kai one more time i'm gonna pooch him and i said that and i said like water he, he threw like he laughed so hard water went through his nose and then i go i'm not done yet hold on keep with me so he says that and and brett looks at me and i look at him and brett goes okay and he goes hey wade and Wade sticks his head out the door and goes, what's that show you like so much on Netflix? And Wade goes, oh, you mean Cobra Kai? And you just, the camera goes right back to Dylan. He just goes, damn it, and walks off screen towards Wade, and we, we fade to black. And, like, <laughs> I had not heard Brett laugh that hard, man. It's like, that's the little things that, like, you're, like I said, you're, you haven't slept, you know what I mean? Like, there was a trip. We went to the time he was on St. Louis Anarchy, Brett. We went up there, man. Like, he wrestled in that tournament. I got, like, hammered shit drunk. We ate, like, four pizzas, sobered up, and then drove straight back from St. Louis to, like, home. And we, I was pulling in, you know, and the sun's coming up. Like, those are the trips that you're like, it sucks. You know, you're like, your body hurts. You're coming home like, oh, my God, my eyes hurt. My body hurts. I haven't slept. It sucks. But then the next day, you're just like, that's pretty wild, man. Like that was a pretty, you know, that venue's not a thing anymore, and it, it's pretty wild that we got to do that before the COVID took it all away, man. Mm -hmm. We need to get you a like like a road journal or something, so that you could jot down all the content ideas as you go through, so you don't forget any of them. Yeah, well, we're doing some vlog stuff now. I finally got like a little dash cam. Um, I'm still working on, so I put out a couple videos. Me and Brett are working on kind of telling more about, you know, him. For so long, Brett kind of, and he still kind of does. He gets thrown in this, you know, he's a brawler because he is, he's a fighter, but like he's a really good wrestler. Like he puts on really good wrestling matches. So we've got this whole kind of, you know, lineup of, of themes that we're putting out. We put a couple out already. So we're, we got one of those coming up. It's like, the most personal Brett's ever been like he talks about some these matches that he's had these last couple of years and uh it, it's just some really cool stuff so that's coming down the pipe um uh I mean it, it is man it's just about the crew it's like you said it's something that um you know a lot of people joke with us every weekend about joining KOEK and all this but it's like it's something that just grew from or, or it's just, everything was organic like I got, I got linked up with Brett because of a flyer. Like, I saw him on a flyer, and I legit was like, that dude, he reminded me of Kingpin um, from, like, Daredevil and all that. So I was like, yo, this dude has got a story. So I kind of reached out to him, and we hit it off. And, like, ever since then, everything's just kind of grew. So that's why this KOBK stuff means so much to us. Like, I mean, we all just... It, it, it happened. It wasn't planned. Like the original plan was, it was going to be a kind of Brett's brand of not so much the pit bull, you know, more KOBK, Killer Be Killed. And then he had that match with Nolan at ICW. And I got to shout out ICW, man. ICW Noel Bard, uh, super cool company. Um, they've been like family. They treat me better than I deserve. Um, 
but that weekend uh, and then everything else that's happened is just like it's just really cool man again it's something that so much wrestling's forced and none of this is you know forced it's just kind of happened so uh ron bass jr says hold on keep with me is the phrase for Moe's when he's got these million dollar content <laughs> ideas oh yeah i i pitched he was there. Ronnie Bass was there. Uh, that pit fighter night, that uh, that show, man. I pitched. I had like a six month like program um, for Slack and Clucky that I pitched. And dude, when I say gold, I mean like <laughs> just absolute Tennessee independent wrestling crazy gold. That like it was it took me 20 minutes to get through the whole thing and that was and he gets it man like i still got that one in the back pocket ronnie bass don't you worry <laughs> he just uh, he, he said brother 24 karat gold yo man that was uh that was one man we were there um that all that teddy hard stuff bro that was that that, that trip was pretty wild man i can't lie that's a that's a story for another time, I think. Yeah. That's just <laughs> oh, no, that's a journey. <laughs> so let me set a scene for you. I'm just interested in your opinion of this because we talked about your favorite match that you called. Right. We fall, call, talked about where you want to go. I'm going to let you book a match. I'm going to let you okay. book a match that you're going to commentate. You get to pick your partner on commentary and you get to pick the main event match that you're booking. So what's the match? Who's in it? And who's your commentary partner? Man, the match that I want, the, the match that I want more right now, I'll give you, it's me and Dylan Hills because I need that crazy, my, that, my God, Dylan voice in this match. Um, <laughs> the number one match now that shout out Jonesy we got uh, we got Jordan Nolan took care of I want Brett Ice and Jordan Oliver main event um they just tear it down for like 12 to 15 with me and Dylan Hills just screaming at the top of our lungs I like it sign me up yeah boom somebody out there get it yo if well, that, that match needs to happen and needs me on the mic because I'm gonna lose, lose it. Two students of the game right there. So we talk through the road, we talk through the ring. Chuck, where else we gotta go? We 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 did the lightning round. Boom. We need to find out if you had an opportunity to go back and talk to 10-year-old John, Johnny. Oh, wow. Jumping yeah. Johnny. Little 10-year-old jumping Johnny. <laughs> you pull him aside, say, come here, listen, kid. What are you telling 10-year-old you? Drugs are bad. <laughs> um, yeah, man, like, you're going to get where you want to be, but it's going to it's gonna be a trip bro like you just gotta hold on man like if you i mean 10 year old me 20 year old me telling me this would be the same way man like just just uh just hold true man and 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 don't be afraid that that's my thing man since you know um 
I had some really crazy shit going on in my early 20s, and it kind of taught me not to really, I don't want to say not worry about tomorrow, because I don't want to come across, you know, just like, ah, whatever, but at the same time, like, really, really live and enjoy what you have, so that, that, that was something that, like, I had to go through that tough, that low point, um, to really understand that, so I guess as much as I would never want to go through it again, it's still that thing of, like, I kind of needed that to humble me and uh, to get me here now or like, like, you know, I keep saying, I, I can't tell y'all how, uh, how just fulfilling it is to, uh, to be a part of these matches. And like, you know, uh, some of the matches down at Tampa, those are the first matches in months that I got to be a fan for my friends. Like it's a blessing to, uh, to be able to call my friends matches and really have a voice for them. But it's also like, it's a sacrifice at times because like, I can't just, really live in that moment um because that's when that's when i'm happy like man just being able to lose my mind um you know and not really having to worry about telling a story like it's still the being a fan is, you know that's where it's at just being able to like you know throw yourself completely um so it, it is it's a journey um just hold on that that's like every every version of me until like me at 26 <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got some late questions coming in the chat. If you got a question, throw it in now. This is your last chance. Yeah. Because because Chuck is warming up for the ultimate question. Well, so, and, I, and, I, and I even have a question before ooh, the yeah. ultimate question. So let's get these questions in before the pre and ultimate question. So um, bumper shot, I don't know if this is really a question, but I'll, I'll ask it. Uh, does Moe's have an OnlyFans? Uh, no, if I did, it would just be five picks. So <laughs> nice. Uh, HK Dad, what's your biggest pet peeve during commentating? Oh, uh, pet, biggest pet peeve for myself. I try not to. I try not to talk too much at times, though. I know I'm guilty of it. Uh, biggest pet peeve for other commentators, if I'm watching not focused enough on telling what the talent wants told, not what you think should be told. I lost the chat for a second, Chuck. You're going to have to jump in on me. Oh, yeah, I got it for you. Uh, let's see. Uh, She's Rad asks, and I, I think we know who that is. She asks, album <laughs> recommendations. Oh, man. Um... I listen to a lot of Juice World. I don't know. Uh, I listen to a lot of Suicide Boys lately. Um, I would say any, any, and all of that. Um, if you're trying to kind of get what's what's in the the KOBK car, it's a lot of Suicide Boys and um, some Atreyu. Um, I guess if yeah, yeah, we we had a we went through like a census fail and a Atreyu phase there for a minute um, recently, but. <laughs> Uh, I guess just like I guess the legends never die from Juice World, man. There's a lot of stuff on there that like I really just kind of throws on, you know, on a long road trip and just kind of goes. Nice. So Val is back. Well, she's been here the whole time, but Val, of course, is the connoisseur of pancakes. Correct. Yes. And would like to know how do you take your pancakes? I am actually a chocolate chip pancake slash Oreo. I didn't know 
that you could just, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I underthought a lot of stuff until, like, I got with my wife, Haley, and it was one of those, she was like, I was like, man, I wish I could make an Oreo pancake. And she's like, why don't you? I was like, you can't do that. And she's like, do it. And I did it, and it's, <laughs> it was awesome. So. <laughs> Outstanding. Nice. Anything all right. else, Chris? Did I we get think it that's it. Last chance, last call. Well, appreciate everybody. Yes, appreciate everybody in the chat. So, I'm setting up a scenario here. Okay. You're getting ready to go out for the for, for a wrestling weekend. You sleep in late. The KOBK oh. car drives oh, no. off into the sunset. Well, not if it's the morning, but whatever. Drives off uh -huh. into the sunset without you. And I, I I steal this question from Val Pancakes a little bit. Who are you calling to pick you up? And who is in that non-KOBK wrestling car? Oh, man. Um, it would probably be, oh, man, that's a good question. I always, yeah, I've, we have very, like, specific rules, like the idea of not rolling with who I roll with. Um, if, if it wasn't the KOBK crew, I, you know what? It'd probably be Jaden, the TWE crew. It'd probably be, like, Jaden and Dylan. I suppose I could I could throw Aaron Wade in there, even though I know he's going to be very excited to hear that. Chad Aaron Wade. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I guess a TWE Carlo would be my, uh, my go-to after that. Nice. All right. <laughs> uh, Hardway Heater comes in late. RSP or Judge Hugo? Oh, God. Uh, it's without, you know what? I'm a fan of both. I love both, but we're kidding ourselves if the answer isn't Judge Hugo 365 24-7. Agreed. <laughs> and Taker Dive said not Aaron Wade, by the way. <laughs> Picking you up. Okay. Calling up. No, yeah. yeah. No, there's Do no, not. I, I, would, I would not expect Aaron Wade. I would not be my first call. I would call Jaden. <laughs> And then I would be like, oh, is Wade with you? <laughs> yeah. Wade to be in the car. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> I'm calling Jaden. That's the answer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, no more questions in the chat. We're here. It's the last question. Everybody knows what this question is. It's our other contractual obligation. Even though we do not have a contractual obligation with this company, we're going to ask it anyway. I'm sure people have seen the likes of, I don't know, Jaden Newman, the CEO, Matt Griffin. Okay. Uh, I, I believe even Cabana Man Dan had one of our double stuff bald monkey shirts on down at the Action Coliseum. But now the question is posed to you, Mr. Mosley. Are you on team single stuff, the original Oreo cookie or team double stuff? I think I'm team double stuff, if I gotta be honest. Boom. We love it. it. That is a correct answer. If we Boom. had some music to play, there would be trumpets blaring and people cheering, You'll but we don't have that it. shit set up yet. <laughs> so. You're stuck with me telling you that that's what would happen. Oh, what the uh, hell just Anonymous happened? Gifter just dropped five subs, so thank you, Anonymous Gifter. Uh, Anonymous Damn. has been on point tonight. They yeah. apparently love that answer from John Mosley. Yes. 
jumping Johnny, getting the five subs in the chat. Thank you so much, whoever that was. Appreciate yes. that. And so, John, appreciate the good answer yes. because yes. you see what it does? You see what double stuff brings to the party? There are some people that I know for a fact in this chat that are the single stuffers. They they back that team and they are completely wrong. But you know what? We still love them anyway. Tell yeah. Tell we still love them anyway. Now, Chris, before we get to John and given his socials and everything, and before we sign off for the night, um, I personally want to say thank you to you, Mr. Christopher. Thank you to Mr. Jumpin' Johnny Mosley for joining us tonight. I also want to say thank you to every single guest that we have had on Monkey Talk, on the whatever the heck we called it before Monkey Talk, because <laughs> whatever that was, I don't even know. It was just the podcast. Um, because uh, this Saturday is our one year anniversary of doing interviews and it has been a hell of a ride it's been a hell of a lot of fun it's so awesome talking to every single person that we've talked to there are so many more people that we want to get onto the show to chat with and ask our stupid ass questions and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and from the bottom of my heart i want to thank everybody everybody in the chat that comes from week to week everybody that tweet retweets our stuff everybody that likes all the stuff that we put out there whether it's one person or five people whatever it is who cares we love you all i thank you and just know that the support that you give us we try to give right back to everybody that we talk to in one way or another to promotions to the wrestlers to everybody so Thank you. Thank you, Val, for joining us in our crusade to uplift indie wrestling. And before I cry, because I'm a sentimental man, I just mm. want to thank everybody. So thank you. Val thought, one year. Val thought you were dying or something, the way you were telling Bro. that story there. Bro, I, I very well may be dying. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know that. I mean, I've, Every day. who knows? Every day a little closer. Exactly. I'm old, man. <laughs> This is taking a turn, man. This is taking a turn. There's a whole shitload of gray in this beard, bro. There is. It's just it's for my retirement when I can be Santa Claus. John, I'm gonna I'm gonna console Chuck for a little bit. Okay. Where could everybody find you on social media? Where could everybody find you coming up this week, this weekend, next week? Let them let them know. Uh yeah, follow me on Twitter if you feel so inclined at most KOBK. Pretty sure it's the same on Instagram. Uh, this weekend, you can catch me. I'll be at Resolute on Friday. I'll be at Crux Doubleheader Saturday, Tullahoma, Tennessee. And then the plan is to be at that top shelf on Sunday. Next weekend, fired up to have uh, Action Back Doubleheader that y'all are, uh, I know y'all be talking about next week. And then Saturday, uh, the 15th of May, I believe New South has pushed their taping they're actually going to be at the twe arena in chattanooga so that's uh that's where i'll be next weekend yeah very cool yeah man busy busy stay busy my friend uh thank you for joining us thank you for doing this it was a blast we apologize we couldn't get you on video we will bring you back on and get you on video we will figure that out and next week 
yes, you alluded to it. We are back with Action News with our CEO, Matt Griffin. And we're going to talk about the two the doubleheader night coming up next week. We're going to talk about Boogie Nights and To the Moon. To the Moon. To the Moon. Because I think it's yeah. still going to the moon. It's doing pretty yeah. good. That's right. That, that Doge. That Doji coin. Doji coin. <laughs> and let's not let's not forget what's coming up in August. Let's not forget yep. what got right. announced. Another member, another entrant oh, that literally made me go, "Holy shit, yes!" Yeah, <laughs> because the SCI tournament is coming. The futures is coming in August. Go get your tickets. Get them now. We will be there. Chuck is the one from Pennsylvania that is yes. one of the states that is oh, coming. I, I am the PA man. Chuck is from PA. I am from South Carolina. I will be there. Val will be there. We have Big Baby Jimmy will be there. I think an appearance by Nicomora will be there. And, of course, all the actual wrestlers will be there. So yeah. that's even better. Yeah. So go get your tickets. Everybody in the chat who hasn't, Go get tickets or go get ready to watch it. I'm sure it'll be all over IWTV. Yep. Anyway, did we really get a confirmed match in Twitch chat tonight? CEO Matt, are you in the chat? Are we really booking that futures match? We need to know right now. Is that Do booked? it. We need to know it. Confirm. Just say the word confirm. Yes. That's all please. we want to see. Come on. We want to see Hardway Heater. We want to see Ron Bash Jr. in the futures match. Put it in there. I'm waiting. I'm talking long enough so the lag, so he hits it and hits the word confirm. He might not even be there. I don't even think he's in the chat right now. I don't think. What was that? What was that? Oh, it's in my left ear. Yeah, it's confirmed. Yep, it's confirmed. It's confirmed. I'm sponsoring it. Me. There you go. John, thanks so much. Uh, It was a blast, man. Uh, Always have always fun catching up. Uh, everybody who came in the chat, thanks for asking questions. Thanks for engaging. Thanks for giving us and John a hard time. We appreciate it. Anonymous Gifter, you Thank killed you. it tonight. Thank you so much. Know that 100% of the profits from this stream, just like everything we do, will go to indie wrestling. Um, anybody who's ordered shirts, uh, the last run of Shug D shirt, uh, a couple of Casey Catals and a Jay Walker will be shipped end of next week. So your shirts are going to be on their way next week. Go next check out Friday. the stickers. Yeah. Next Friday, number five. That we got another actually, shirt coming it, out yeah. next week. It's actually uh, number one of series two. Yeah. We already completed series one. And now we're going on to series two. Chuck, there's a series? There's what, a series. What, what are we going to do with series? Is there going to be other merchandise? Dude, we got a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes at Mikey headquarters. Uh, we just finished up and we're waiting for the AOK from two lovely gentlemen. Uh, uh, we have trading cards of the uh, comic book art and where the inspiration came from coming out. And we're going to have some four by sixes available on the square site as well. So I know that once we get all that figured out and get all the AOKs and uh, thumbs up on the dotted lines and all that good stuff, that will be available. And again, all that stuff 
goes right to the people that you watch. Yep. So, so thank, thank you, you for that. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for supporting them. We'll be back on Tuesday with CEO Matt. Look for the the Twitter promotion. It'll be out probably sometime this weekend when Chuck gets to it. Other than that, go watch the MyWTB. Go follow yes. Moe's on, uh, on Twitter. Go follow KOBK on all their Twitter accounts. And uh, see you guys later. Visit IWTV.live today to watch these great action wrestling events plus numerous other archive shows from Action and other great independent promotions. Use code ACTION for a free five-day trial. Don't miss out. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Bald Monkeys. Watch us live on our new Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash The Bald Monkeys.